Today's scripture reading brings us to 2 Samuel chapter 20. We are getting close to the end of this book. At this point in time, David has returned back from exile, uh, self-imposed exile, to keep Absalom from trying to besiege the city. Absalom now is dead. Joab has killed him. And Amasa is the commander of David's forces at the onset of this chapter. Now, I had mentioned in chapter 19 that the last three verses are a lead-in, verses 41 through 43, to the events that begin in chapter 20. So in verses 41 through 43, we see that the ten northern tribes uh, referenced as the men of Israel are mad at the tribes of Judah in that Judah had went to bring David back into Jerusalem and they did not allow the men of Israel to be a part of it, or at least that's the way it appeared unto them. So in the beginning of chapter 20, we see an insurrection take place because of it. I have this chapter broken down into four sections, verses 1 through 3. I have that titled, Sheba incites a rebellion against David. Sheba being a Benjamite, which was probably loyal to Saul in the first place. He uh, blows a trumpet and says, we have no part in David, uh, no inheritance in, in Jesse. Every every Israelite's to his tent. And so he, he is beginning, as you'll see in verse number, uh, verse number 14, to try to bring a rebellion against David. But that's not the only thing you see in these verses. Uh, we see the split there between the ten and the two. Every man of Israel went up after David and followed Sheba, but the men of Judah clave unto their king. But in verse number three, it's kind of a little aside here. And uh, that is that David's concubines, the ten that were left there when he had left, they were left there to keep house. They are gathered back up, and they are taken care of. They are fed and everything, but they are David does not go into them anymore because if you recall these ten concubines, Absalom defiled upon the rooftop when he, well, during that insurrection. Uh, we see that in verse number three. Verses four through 13, I have that titled, Amasa is slain by Joab. Amasa was the leader of Absalom's army. He's also David's cousin, is who he is. That's how he's related unto David. He is now, David appointed him to lead his army in the place of Joab because Joab had killed Absalom. Amasa, in verse number four, David tells Amasa, you gather up an army in three days' time. We're going after Sheba to quell this now new insurrection. And uh, Amasa doesn't make it in time. Has trouble gathering up his army, whatever it is. So in verse number five, you see that, or verse number six, David speaks to uh, Abishai, which is Joab's brother and David's nephew, tells him, all right, we don't know what happened with uh, Sheba. It's maybe, or excuse me, Abishai, or Amasa. <laughs> These names confused. We, we're not sure about that. He may have defected over to... Um, you know, on, on to them as well. At least that's probably what's going through David's mind. So he tells Abishai to 
get the men up. And so he gets the uh, Chetherites and the Pelethites and the mighty men. Some of those were David's own bodyguards, his group, and takes them out to quell the, uh, the insurrection. And as they go, they get up to the great stone, which is at Gibeon, and they find that Amasa's there with his group. Uh, he, he, was, he was doing what David said, but he hadn't got back yet. And they meet on the road to go um, find Sheba. And Joab notices something that is mentioned in verse number 8, and that is that uh, Amasa had put on the armament, but he did not notice that as he went, the sword had fallen out of its sheath there. Joab notices this. He goes, acts like he's going to greet Amasa and takes him, smites him under the fifth rib just as um, oh, Abner was slain and uh, Joab's brother was slain by Abner, you know, that whole under the fifth rib thing. So he, he smites uh, Amasa under the fifth rib and lets him lay there to bleed out. When the army comes, Joab and Abishai are getting ready to go fight, but then everybody stops because Amasa's just uh, laying there in the middle of the road. So they take him, they pull him off to the side, they throw a sheet over, over him, and then one of the uh, uh, one of David's loyalists had uh, cried out, and he said, um, "Oh, there in verse number." 11, and one of Joab's men stood by him and said, He that favoreth Joab and he that is for David, let him go after Joab. And um, Amasa wallowed there in his blood, bled out and died. And the rest of the army go with Joab. Joab now is the assumed leader, not Abishai. Joab has reclaimed his spot in essence. And they go up to find Sheba. Verses 14 through 22, I have that titled, Sheba's Rebellion Loses Its Head. Joab and the army get to a place called Abel. They're in Beth uh, Makkah, is maybe how you say it. It's as good as any without looking it up. He gets up there. Sheba has gone and walled himself in, and they're getting ready to besiege the city. And a wise woman comes out says, I want to talk to Joab. Joab comes up and he says, uh, you know, what you want, lady? And, and the lady says, what, what are you doing? We, we're, you know, why are you doing this to us? And he said, look, we don't want you. We want him. And uh, she says, all right. And, and, and you see it right there in verse number 21. Uh, Joab tells her, he says, deliver him and we'll leave you alone. She says, behold, his head shall be thrown uh, to thee over the wall. She goes in, consults everybody. They take... Uh, um, uh, Sheba cut his head off, tossed it over the wall. Joab said, that suits us just fine, and he leaves. And then lastly, this chapter is closed out in the last few verses here, verses 23 through 26. Speaking of David's officers, and you see in this uh, list of David's officers that Joab now is back as the head over the host of Israel. He's the top commander once again. And that is going to do it for Second Samuel chapter 20. Hope this has been a help unto you. Uh, I did I did think of this. Let me give you this and then, and then we'll close out. During Sheba's rebellion, I thought of uh, what Jesus had said in Luke chapter 14. He gave a few different illustrations. He says, you know, who intends to uh, build a tower and setteth not down and counteth the cost? And he gives this other one, 
what king going to war against another king said not down first and consult with whether he'd be able to uh, meet 10,000 to meet him come against him. Sheba didn't do that. <laughs> Sheba, uh, Sheba didn't count the cost. He didn't see if he had enough to uh, for this rebellion to work out. And because of that, uh, it ended miserably for him. That being said, that's 2 Samuel chapter 20. Hope it's been a help to you. God bless. Lord willing, we'll see you soon.